Hello and welcome to Split the Screen, episode 12, I think it is. It's the 18th of February 2021. We're going to get the Ed slurp in there nice and quickly at the beginning. <sighs> we are here, we are live, <laughs> we are here, we are queer, and we're here to talk all about video games. And there's been a few video games this week, but first, just before, just before we go into that, I'm going to go and introduce to you this legendary games journalist. Oh, and Mr. Uh, Ed Nightingale. How are you doing, Ed? I'm all right. I'm all right. I have like a perpetual headache at the moment, which I think is just a mixture of never leaving the house and not getting any fresh air and staring at screens constantly all day. Um, either that or it's just UK Hun going round and round and round in uh, my head and slowly destroying me. Bing, bang, bong. Ding, ding, ding. Sing, 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 sing. Get it right, Ed. I hate it. It's now it now marks one week that that's been in my head. Um, I know. We, we are getting a chat a question from the chat. Uh, Brent says, "Why are you streaming from your college's graphic design office?" <laughs> wow. <laughs> uh, because my boyfriend is an artist, so we have a shared office art is space. He, you He's know. currently doing some some orcs and goblin studies. Wow. Wow. Talent. The talent knows no bounds. Um, but yeah, this is uh, this has been quite a week. Quite a week of games. How, got... how are you, Ben? We haven't asked. How are you? Oh, I'm fine. I'm always fine. You know, I just plod along. Plod along with life, you know. That's me. I'm easy. Always fine. Just, uh, yeah. It's been, a, it's been a week where I've been working. I've actually been teaching this last week. You? Working? Yeah. I know. What, seven like hours. Minute? No, seven hours a week. Uh, and that's, I mean, that's like less than one day for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, so I've been... T but it's, this is teaching, though. It's not like just, you know, copy-pasting words from uh, uh, other people's articles. How dare you? I copy and paste from reputable press releases, not from other <laughs> news outlets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's, um, well, it's great because it's like I'm getting paid. Like today we spent two hours... Uh, talking about fairy tales. Oh, very nice. <laughs> and Turkish fairy tales. And every now and again, if there's like, if we run out of stuff, I'll just load up, there's a website and it's um, like about 200 topics with loads of questions in them and I'll just pick one of the topics and we'll get chatting about them. It was, uh, you know. And, and fairy tales came out, Turkish fairy tales. Mm, it was an article in The Guardian that was out on, in January and they'd made a worksheet from it. And it was quite interesting. Well, it wasn't actually, but... Um, <laughs> The person it was that, interesting, the, but it wasn't. Yeah. I got no, paid, but I wasn't really working, but also no, I my, was. My students loved this, so we just we chatted a lot and like words naturally came up and uh, and that. As they do in conversation. Yeah, like no like new words <laughs> that they don't understand. Trying to what do I what was I trying to to spring forth? Right, to uh how do you define spring forth, Ed? Um Unleash. <laughs> yeah and then and how would you explain then it's like how do you explain unleash yeah no no idea sprang forth well like came forward <laughs> i suppose that's yeah kind of yeah it's difficult okay they're coming backwards did you exactly you never <laughs> just had come to start backwards. sorry exactly all right oh. <laughs> <laughs> I swear half the people that listen to this are just doing it for your slurping sounds. <laughs> <laughs> That's Ed, the mm -mm, coffee mm -mm, guzzler. Mm -mm, mm -mm. <laughs> just imagine, imagine that something else slurping. Please, I need to swallow. <laughs> just, what a guzzler. What a guzzler. All right, have you anyway, swallowed, Ed? Have you swallowed? Yeah, I've swallowed. It's, like it's a good gone. boy. All right, so Ed, what has been splitting your time this week? And breathe and compose. <laughs> <laughs> well, what's been splitting my time, I believe, has been splitting your time as well. Um, yeah, do, do which... you want to sit up, Ed, by the way? We, we, we're missing your chin. There we uh, go. Sorry. Get some posture, Ed. God's sake. Well, someone keeps rejigging these things. There we go. I'll just... <laughs> You'll need rejigging if you sit like that. Right? Yeah, well. Um, I have been playing Super Mario 3D World, um, <gasps> which I whipped through at the weekend. 
um, both that and Bowser's Fury. Did you finish um, both? I didn't. Qu- Maybe I shouldn't say this because I reviewed it. I didn't quite finish <laughs> <laughs> the main game, but I did finish Bowser's Fury. Mm-hmm. Um, that said, even when you finish Bowser's Fury, and I don't know if you have yet, it unlocks a load of extra stuff. So um, it just actually just keeps going. Uh, yeah. Hmm. I didn't like. I did it, and people said it's really, really short, and I did it, and then it opened up a next area, and I was like, oh, okay, that's not the end of it then, and then it opened up another next area. I think I've unlocked the whole area. Okay. Like the whole map is now fully unlocked, uh, but I haven't finished that yet. I've got like 30 stars or whatever they okay. are. You need you need 50 to finish, but there's actually okay. 100, so it uh, cool. unlocks loads more. Okay, so anyway, <laughs> we should take a step backwards and explain what it is to people first. Yeah, go um, on. It's, it, can I just say, is, does it feel a bit like Odyssey DLC? Because mm, it's so open world. Of. I feel like they could have released that as Odyssey DLC, especially with all the stars and stuff that you catch. Well, we'll get to that because we've got opinions. Oh. Um, so it's basically a port of the Wii U game. Um, that came out towards, I think, towards the end of the Wii U life. And it's one of the few games that is yet to be ported to the Switch, but now is available. Um, the main game, so there's the main game, which is the Wii U game, and then yeah. there is this new expansion called Bowser's Fury, which is what we're talking about. And the main base game, I enjoy it. I, I, it's It's got a sort of purity to it in that it's very much classic Mario, if you imagine your your classic 2D Mario games, but just with the perspective flipped into 3D. Um, so it's very typical Mario, basically, going through different kingdoms. Um, it's got an explorable overworld, and you choose your levels. Um, and, you, you know, there's ghost houses, there's, there's fire, ice, water levels. Um, all very creative. I think they're really well done levels, really creative levels. Um, but it is sort of what you expect from a Mario game, but just very well done. Mm. Um, the thing I found tricky with it is that because of where the camera's placed, the I found the perspective quite tricky. So when you need to mm. accurately jump on top of enemies and things, I found that quite difficult to judge because of the yeah. distance of, of where you are from the character. Um, and also it's and like it a feels... it's 2D side-scroller, but it's not really 2D. Yeah, and it feels I, I found it a little bit sort of slippery to control. Um, like they move, mm. they move slightly quicker than the original, but yeah. they move quite quickly. And trying to judge jumping with that, I sometimes found quite difficult. I actually died quite a few times on the first couple of levels um, until I, I got to grips with that. Um, but overall, it's a really fun game. It's really creative. I think one of my favourite things about it are the Captain Toad levels which mm. they obviously then went and made their own game about, which is purely that, which is like a sort of puzzle level. You've got this little diorama that you can twist around because Toad can't jump, um, and you have to go around and collect the stars, and it's like a puzzle to get to find your way around. Um, and I really, really enjoy those levels. So it's classic Mario. It's nice. It's well done. It's not bad by any means. I wouldn't say it's super exciting, but I enjoyed it a lot. What does make it better is playing it in multiplayer, which I think is ideally what it's been made for. Um, up to four people can literally play the entire campaign together. Yeah. So I started playing just on my own, and then I was playing with Ale in two-player. And suddenly it was so much more fun. Um, it's just really, really silly. And, you know, you can sort of sabotage each each other as well as help each other. So it just adds an extra dimension with two of you going through, collecting all the coins and all the stars. There's loads of collectibles. Um, which definitely keeps things, you know, going. There's plenty of content in there. So I would say if you're going to play it, I would definitely try and play it with a friend or a partner or whatever else. Um, you can play online as well. Yeah, but I hear that actually it's quite laggy and not great. Apparently, I've read that Nintendo are changing all of their online um, back end. And apparently it's a huge thing. So uh, maybe we'll finally have decent Nintendo Online in the future. But I don't think... I think it's a huge, huge, huge overhaul that they're doing and it's going to take a a long time. I read that on a tweet. Um, What did you think um, of the main game? Oh, I I didn't play much. I finished the first world. Uh, Like, that's as far as I went. So Because I was like, I want to... Okay, play the first world. And then I had an itching for Bowser's Fury. But I played it. I really enjoyed it. I thought it's great. It's, It's identical to the 
Wii U one. The only thing that's different is the um, is the speed. So the speed mm. of Mario. That's the, literally the only thing that's different. And I was looking at. I think it was a Digital Foundry looked at it, and I don't know if you saw that as well. But I didn't. A, oh, apart from the speed, everything else is identical. And if anything, there are it's worse. <laughs> like if anything, it's actually worse than the Wii U one. Like some of the corners are like, and the shadows don't kind of follow the same like. There's, there were some shadows of something and it had like two tones in the shadow, which was a, a like weirdly mistake, like a weird mistake or some kind of coding mistake, which didn't exist in the Wii U version. Yeah, um, but I mean, I, I'm so, so, so glad that they added Bowser's Fury because the main game itself it is just it's a pot. It's not even an upscale or they've not tried to improve it. Although I want to say the word it was. 60 fps on the wii u so it is on switch i mean there's no way that they could have improved on that that's count one everyone if anyone is counting <laughs> that is count number one do i have heard you've been i hear you've been writing about 60 fps quite a lot well, let's so. not go into that <laughs> <laughs> no but I, i'm just saying it existed at that frame rate on wii u so uh therefore it, they there's not there's no way that they could in, have improved that i mean the graphics could maybe have been made to be a little nicer but it already it already runs really really well <laughs> like it's already a, a beautiful game that runs really well they yeah, didn't I mean, need to make many great. differences it's classic Mario but Nintendo don't make bad looking games so no. you know it still looks decent I feel like they added Bowser's Fury to be like okay now we can sell it at $60 or we can sell it at full price yeah yeah Which definitely Skyward Sword is also getting full price oh we'll get to that <laughs> um, I think the other thing that I didn't or found tricky with it, which I also feel with Bowser's Fury, is that it's not Mario's full moveset from Odyssey or 64 or Sunshine. So you mm -hmm. don't have your triple jumps, you don't have the like the somersault when he, when he crouches and flips over. So there have been times where I'm trying to do a triple jump and it's not happening because it's just not there. So his moveset, compared to other 3D games, because it's replicating 2D and 3D, compared to other 3D games, his moveset feels a bit limited. And that's something that carries over into Bowser's Fury because Bowser's Fury is a fully 3D open world, essentially, um, game. But it's made in the same engine as 3D World. So it has the same moveset of Mario. So again, you're sort of expecting better movement than it has. So in that sense, it feels slightly limited and I don't want to say cheap, but it's just... It doesn't quite have that same satisfying movement as the other 3D games have. That said, I do like Bowser's Fury for experimenting a little bit. Um, the structure of it is, like I say, open world. It's not massive, but you unlock different regions as you go around. Um, and you have to collect um, cat shines because everything is cat themed. Yeah, why? Do we know good. why? Well, because they introduced the cat suit in uh, 3D world. So they've basically just riffed on that um, and just made everything cat-themed. Huh. Which is cute. I, Everything's got little cat ears and, and you know... Yeah, everything. It's, it's, <laughs> it's sweet. Um, and so, yeah, you have cat shines and it has a sort of slightly tropical feel to it, which makes me sort of reminiscent of uh, Mario Sunshine, which mm. I enjoy. But the thing, the sort of twist on it is that Bowser is really, really mad. Um, furious, I would say. He's absolutely furious. Um, and he's, he's like colossal sized. And essentially you're exploring and then every now and again, Bowser just gets really angry. And the, the, the storm comes and suddenly he starts shooting fire at you. And the only way to stop him is to collect a cat shine, um, which then lights a lighthouse to clear to sort of scare him off. And then you have to have these big boss battles against him, sort of like King Kong style yeah. versus Godzilla. Um, so, yeah, it sort of puts this twist on the gameplay, which for me is sort of it's quite similar to, or it reminded me of Breath of the Wild's Blood Moons in the way that that just sort of comes up and then brings all mm. the enemies back. It's sort of a similar kind of vibe. Um, now, he does have a tendency to crop up at the most inopportune moments where you're oh, in a yeah. really tricky bit of platforming and then suddenly he comes along and there's nowhere to hide and then you just instantly die. Um, but it also forces you to improvise a little bit and adds a little bit of extra tension and there are extra secrets you can get when he comes because he will smash away certain blocks and things like that. So 
it's like an, it's a nice little twist on the gameplay. Um, it feels like it's a bit more experimental, um, but not as polished as, say, Mario Odyssey. So yeah. I know you said it feels like Odyssey DLC. It could be, but it also lacks that moveset and freedom mm. that Odyssey has. So it's like a sort of weird in-between. But it's a nice experiment, and I think it's, as an addition to the main game, I think you can't really grumble to be honest. No. I think, you know, both both sides are good fun. I'd yeah. say, I mean, I never played the Wii U version, but if you haven't played it, then getting this version is a great, really solid Mario game mm. with a really interesting little experiment that goes with it. So I would absolutely recommend it. I love it. I love Bowser's Fury. I, I found as well with Bowser's Fury, you're never ever bored or you're never wondering what to do next because there's just so much everywhere. And even if you are looking for something, by the time you found it, you'll have gone and had these two or three boss battles on the way with Bowser. But like, and you can go re- pretty much anywhere. Like I got to a bit where I think I went way past where I was meant to go. And I was like, okay, you've got, you need to have 45 cat shines or whatever to access this. And I was like, well, I've only got 20. I, how the hell did I end up here? And all of a sudden Bowser appeared. And yeah, no, th- there was, it like definitely increases in difficulties you getting around there. But I was, I just had loads of fun kind of goofing around. There are some bits that like real genius. Like there's that one bit where you need to climb up to the top of something, but it's all invisible. Yes. So you I, have to slam on the ground to Yeah, to show what it is. Or shoot. If you had the cat, you could also if you could sh- uh, throw the fire, which made it a lot I mean, fire, easier. Mario, not cat, but yes. Does the cat not fire the fire? No. Oh, the, cat the cat just swipes jumps. at things with its claws. Okay, the fire wow. Mario. Yeah, so that one can show it quite far. And okay. yeah, no, I really, I really, really enjoyed that. I had so much fun. In fact, I yeah, I did the first world in Mario World, and I was like, I'm going to go play some Bowser's Fury. Then I might go back to Mario World, but no, I was just fully addicted to uh, to Bowser's Fury. Yeah. Bowser's Fury also has um, a two-player mode, so the second player can play as Bowser Jr., which is sort of limited because you're stuck on the same screen and you can't do too much, but it is quite handy for hitting enemies far away and things like that. So it's limited, but it's quite fun. Mm-hmm. What other games have you been playing, Ed? Did you play the demo for the Octopath Traveler game that's not Octopath, but it's made by the Octopath people? Project Triangle Strategy, <laughs> which is a wonderful working title. Well, what was um, Octopath Traveler? That was called Project Octopath, Project Traveler. Octopath. So this is just probably going to be called Triangle Strategy. Triangle Strategy. Awful. Yeah. <laughs> um, I did. Well, I, I'm, I'm saving... Um, direct stuff for the headlines so we can talk in more detail but this particular demo yes I played through today um, not quite all of it I've done a couple of battles but it is uh, it's a very pretty looking game um, it's comes from Square Enix it's part of this 2D HD series which includes Octopath Traveler so it's 3D environments but 2D sprites for the characters and this time, it rather than being uh, sort of turn-based Final Fantasy style, it is um, sort of turn-based strategy, Fire Emblem tactics kind of kind of vibe. Um, it seems to have a nice little story of these three warring sort of um, nations, which I'm presuming oh, is the triangle in the title. Um, okay. And uh, it's got it's got some fun twists in the in the battles. It's all about location and height. So if you're higher up and you're an archer, then you'll get extended um attacks uh, and things like that and if you if you if you what's the word flank that's the word uh if you flank an enemy so you've got one in front one behind i mean you could say if you spit roast them but let's go with flank um (laughs) one in front one behind with our uh with you know with what people are here for we spit you spit roast them if you spit roast them um then you get an extra attack when you can hit them from behind as well um which is very satisfying um so it's very much about sort of your positioning on the battlefield as much as it is your abilities and and uh yeah it's it seems like it's got a really fun battle system so yeah go and play the demo i think the main game isn't out till next year but the demo is a sort of three hours or so of of battles and story which is a nice little intro to the game so i would yeah definitely go pick it up 20 next year it's only just the beginning of this year (laughs) Any. All right. Yeah. What, what about you? What else have you been playing? <clears throat> I've been playing a little-known game called Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Um, still. It yes, had of a, course, you're still playing it. It had like a 12 gigabyte update, um, which is which I'm glad because I was playing the game and 99% of the time in the cutscenes, 
the my character wasn't moving his mouth. Um, I don't know if have you did you have that bug as well? I haven't seen that. Mm. No, I think it was a. I think it was uh, the bug was added with a patch, and then they had to patch it out again. But yeah, he was just speaking, and his mouth didn't move whatsoever. Um, apparently, there's loads of other bugs and stuff that have been fixed. Uh, I was looking on the subreddit, and a lot of them were like, did they fix this bug? No. Okay, they didn't fix this bug. No. <laughs> I mean, I'll tell you about a bug that I've experienced in Valhalla, and that is that whenever there is a sex scene, the screen goes to black, and you don't get to see anything. You you mean you don't get to see your hot Viking gay sex scenes? Right. If they're talking about the plow sword, we want to see the plow sword. And do we get to? No. It fades to black. It's pure homophobia, is what that is. It's a bug. It bugs Ed. That's what it does. It bugs Ed. Definitely bugs me. Uh, no, but I, oh, that game's addictive. Like, you go and load it up, and then four hours later, it's it's like, okay, crap, I've uh, just gone and helped one faction in this last four hours. And yeah. then, like, half the time you're going over, you go in somewhere where you need to go. This was the other day. Um, no, yesterday, the day before. I went to go and uh, head off to Norwich, which is wherever in the game and I needed to go and uh, kill some Danes fucking Danes <laughs> that's all it says in that game and I played it for three hours and didn't go there because I went there and part of the thing that they added with a patch of these things called river raids um, ah, and you yes that's new yeah so they added an area in your settlement that has these river raids and then you can recruit somebody um, you can recruit somebody you create like a person that fights on your behalf I, I didn't particularly paid too much attention i was like okay i've got to create somebody then i'm going to raid <laughs> yeah. but as i was once i recruited them i could also recruit other people who had been created by other by friends yes so i was like flighty broad that flighty broad was like hey do you want to recruit me and i was like nope you're level one <laughs> so i'm not going to be recruiting <laughs> you i'm sorry um sure. Yeah, and th then there's like a hut that is there. But yeah, these river raids, you go on your boat and you literally, yeah, you, you go into this separate map that's completely different to what you've got at the moment. Um, and then there'll be a tiny little house or whatever. You can raid it. We, we pull like three people that are there and then there's this giant army of Vikings that currently that like uh, roll up on the shores and torch it and burn it and all that stuff. And then you, uh, yeah, you raid it, you get what they need and then you can move on down to the next place in your boat. Um, and as you're doing that, the uh, alarm system or the warning system's rising and, yeah, it, things become tougher and tougher. And at one point in the last part, it was like, you can go home now. And I was like, well, I can see a giant fortress and my men are only 75%. Uh, oh, they've got 75% of their health and whatever left. So I was like, okay, we'll go to this fortress. So we went to the fortress. We got it, but one of my crewmates died. <gasps> Because they were like, so they fell in battle and uh, it was like, save them because they're going to die. Save them. And I went to and save you them. Said, no, no, I went to save them. <laughs> I went to save them and they're like, oh no, you need an extra one of those. You need an extra kind of batch of health that you can kind of donate to them. And I didn't have it and I couldn't find one. So I was like, really sad. I was like, oh no, I guess they've died then. Guess it's game over. Well, I guess it's game over for them. And then we got on the boat and it was like, dead Vikings will make their way back to uh, your settlement and will be available at the next time you go. Oh, so <laughs> like, it's not permadeath. Fine. Yeah, I was thinking that would be quite cool if it was permadeath. But sad at the same time. But no, it was... Uh, and then you, I was thinking, oh, maybe you then recruit more and I don't know. It would have... I think it would have made it a bit better if it was permadeath. And maybe there is a mode at some point, like a higher difficulty maybe that has it. I don't know, but... That would have been quite quite cool. Like if if he'd died and I had to then go and hire somebody else, maybe somebody from my friends list that was added in there. Because there is this giant Viking hall where I have to hire people. That would have been quite cool. That, and then I could have like built them up. And then in future, if I'd built them up to a really high level and one of them died, it would have been a really, you know, like a big shock, similar to kind of a Fire Emblem style, but without the, yeah, I was without the actual, um, <laughs> but without the backstory or anything like that. But yeah, no, I, I did that. That was quite fun. But yeah, I did that and some other side stuff and then went oh I, actually i've not progressed at all in the main story and i'm about 20 odd hours in yep sounds about right but i'm enjoying it a lot and that's it's, all that matters yeah it's just one of those mindless games you sit back you kill you bash the r1 and r2 button um and that's all really i've been doing in that and the story's even been quite fun there was one where so this is a new thing i've never seen before in an assassin's creed game but i went to this area 
there was a woman and she was like, oh yeah, we, are, we need to go and retake this town because uh, we had this town, but then we were overrun and we found out that somebody had, one of her three trusted advisors had been, had betrayed her. And I had to then go and like investigate, but this is quite a bit oh, chapter yeah, there. Yeah. This is Grant in Grant Grantbridgeshire. Grant Grantbridgeshire, yeah. It feels I. like Cambridge. Oh, okay, is that what it is? Cambridge. <laughs> I find like a lot of these places what sound do you mean, like is that Cambridge. Do you not know your UK geography? Why would I care? It's like the south. It's all <laughs> Yeah. Wow. Grantbridgeshire. Don't you find a lot of these places sound like um English place names created by Americans? Leicestershire. No, it's because oh. Leicestershire. Yeah, no, but they've always got oh, this. That was, just, that was a bit Devon, but okay. Estershire, and they've all got. It's like the normal word, the places that what they are called now, but with Estershire on the end of them. It's, uh, but I mean that was their a name in the past. But it's, in the oldie days. In the oldie days, but yeah, no, I had to go and like investigate. But I was chatting to them. I was looking and investigating the crime scene. It wasn't just a quick, you know, Witcher style. You can do it in five minutes, and it's obvious who it is. You have to literally talk to them, find them, do quests, kind of study them. Then go study the scene, the crime scene, find some other locations, speak to other people around. And I was like, I think I know who it is. I'm pretty sure I know who it is, but I'm going to go on Google and just double check. And I was right. No. <laughs> like, I wouldn't want to get the wrong person uh, in trouble. But yeah, it's, um, yeah it, it is buggy, but it's not buggy with game-breaking bugs for me. And it doesn't kind of take me out of the place. It is a bit weird when you're kind of talking to somebody who's then spinning around because they can't get out of a boat. Uh, <laughs> or, you know, you're, somebody's like, yeah, you're, you need to get on a boat and you have to go on a, a boat with a CPU to get to the other side of this river. And then that person couldn't quite get on the boat. So he's just like spinning around. And I had to kind of move the boat around just so that the game could somehow work out how to get him on there. Because otherwise it's, uh, <laughs> yeah, they're stuck. But apart from like those little weird janky bugs, which are kind of... Apart from that, it's great. Yeah, apart from the funny little things. Excellent. Yeah. Shall we split some headlines? Go on, then there's a few headlines, aren't there? One. Well, I've, I've put oh, three down, but... I did, play, I did play another game very quickly. Oh. I played Festival. Festival in Animal Crossing. Festivale. Yeah, Festivale with the great twerk in Turkey. Did you, did you have a good wiggle? I did. I wiggled with Parve. And I even drew a picture of Parve, which I'll be uploading to AC Board Art on Instagram and also my Twitter. Oh, well, thankfully this is a podcast, so everyone's listening and not looking. Good. They can find it there soon. <laughs> Great. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, right. yes, headlines. Let's split them. Um, the first, basically, is the direct that was yesterday, which is the oh. biggest news of the week. Um, so I figured we could just sort of run down the top news and any other thoughts. Um, I guess the big headline is that Splatoon 3 is on the way, which mm. was the uh, the big reveal at the very end, um, which yeah. I didn't really see coming, to be honest. Like, I, I feel like Splatoon 2, I guess they haven't done Splatfest in a while, but it is such a great game in itself that mm. I'm like, what more can they do? Is it too soon for another one? I'm more than happy for more Splatoon. Yeah. Um, Splatoon 2 is, 2 is brilliant. Um, it doesn't seem like there's too much that's new. There's a new setting that seems to be sort of post-apocalyptic. Um, you also get a little a little buddy who's a sort of chicken fish thing that you can customise its hair, mm -hmm. um, which is obviously wonderful. Um, and also n noticeable is in the customization options... Um, it is now gender neutral, so there are no boy or girl inklings. It's just two different styles that you can choose from, um, and then you can choose any hair or outfits from there. So mm. you no longer have to be a boy or a girl inkling, which is nice. No plurals. No, no plurals. Look, hey, look at this tweet. I uh, look at this tweet, Ed, from. Uh, I don't know if you, you can see. It. Look at look how quality of that. No, so, you're on the wrong camera for me, but yeah. fine. 16th of February, that was two days ago, at 11 o'clock, more or less, at night, I said, can I have Splatoon 3? Great. Well done, Ben. They, they listened to me. They were listening. Thank of you very they much. Were. They were like, big uh, as Benis, we'll give him what he wants. I, well, they were getting a bit like, with the Splatfest. The Splatfest would 
dead for ages. Then they brought like one. I think they brought one back. It's quite not recent, too actually. long ago. Yeah, and I think it was really successful. So I wonder if they were like, mm, well, they were probably already making Splatoon three. Well, definitely yeah. were at yeah. that point. But I wonder if that was also a bit of a little tease to be like, hey, you know, are we still? Maybe. I mean, Should it's be, still not out excited. until next year. So it was, and that was the annoying thing, yeah. I think, with this with this direct overall. It was very much, it's the first one in like two years. So everyone's hyping it up, thinking it's mm -hmm. going to be big news. And then they say, oh, it's only news from the first half of, the, of, of 2021. But then they start like teasing yeah. Splatoon 3 that's not out till next year. But then Zelda Breath of the Wild 2 gets nothing, even though it's probably coming out this year. Like, I don't know. Mm. I just don't know about their priorities, to be honest. I don't think they should have said the first half of this year because most of the stuff they showed wasn't from the first half of this year. Or if it was, yeah. the stuff that was out the first half of this year is stuff that people don't really care about. Exactly. Mm. Um, like Skyward Sword HD, <laughs> which is not the Zelda that we wanted. or at least The worst the, 3D that I Zelda. Wanted. Um, remind me, have you played it, Ben? No. Why'd I play it? It's terrible. Oh. So you haven't played it. Fine. I think I did play it. No, I think I played it. I think I owned it. I don't know if I played it. I mean, the thing is, it's not a bad game because Nintendo very, very rarely make bad games. It's just, it for me, it just doesn't live up to the rest of the Zelda series. It's a game that is based on repetition. There's a certain boss that you have to repeatedly do. And there's a limited number of areas that you go back to again and again to just do different activities in the same areas. It mm. just feels like a really repetitive game. And it's all around motion controls that just, for me, didn't work very well, um, which they're bringing back. Apparently, it's smoother now with Joy-Cons, um, but there's also a mode where you can use the right stick to swing the sword instead. So if you've got a Switch Lite, then you can still use that, which to me just seems really fiddly. So mm. I don't know if I particularly want to use that. Um, there are some good things about the game. It has really good dungeons, is one thing I will say. Um, honestly, some of the best dungeons in the series. Um, and it does have an interesting story that it's like the origins of the rest of the Zelda series. So there is some interesting stuff in it, but it's just, for me, it's really inconsistent. Some stuff's great and some stuff is terrible. That just makes it a really frustrating game overall. Um, I guess they've chosen to bring it back because it's the only one that hasn't had a remake yet. Um, considering we've already had Wind Waker and Twilight Princess. But, you know, I would have preferred those two to come over um, rather than Skyward Sword. Apparently, I've heard that they are still coming um, later this year. So, fingers crossed we'll still get them because I think that's what everyone really wants. Yeah. But for now, it's just Skyward Sword. Are you going to be reviewing it? Look, if I'm going to get a free copy to review, then I'll play it. But am I going to pay £60 for it? No. No. Yeah, I, I didn't say, say that, and this isn't recorded. I'm going to skip this one. Yeah, I can get away with not playing that. Um, the next Smash character is Pyra slash Mithra from Xenoblade Chronicles 2, which I haven't played. Um, I'd quite like to. If you're a big Smash fan, maybe this is big news. Apparently Neither it's another sword fighter, because that's what they didn't have enough of. Uh, yeah, but exactly. There's now exactly. a sword fighter in Smash. I mean, it's good that they've still got Smash going after all this time. There are still new expansions for it. It's still clearly super popular, which is great. Mm. Um, but it's not the most exciting of announcements. Um, okay. Mario Golf Super Rush. It's about yeah. time we had more Mario Sports. Um, yep. And actually, the golf game looks quite fun. Um, they've got this speed golf for multiplayer where you're basically all playing at the same time. So rather than take it in turns to, I mean, I don't know, golf lingo, mm. but tee up and tee swing off. a club tee off um tee off there you go um you can do or, it all at the same time but you have to like run through which which had some very strange animations for yeah. peach and luigi running and skipping through Mincing. through the green um but did uh we, it looks fun get, and there's a there's yeah. a single player rpg type mode with your me character that looks quite fun is the multiplayer online did you find out i do not know that actually i'd hope so I would hope so as well. Yeah. Um, so Mario Golf know. looks fun. Um, there's also uh, the Animal Crossing Mario crossover, um, which actually is a lot more than I think people are expecting. It's not just costumes. There's lots of different items. There's warp pipes. Yes. So you can fast travel around your island, which looks really fun. But I saw the Womp Stomp. Is it called the Womp Stomp? The block that goes... Blomp. Do you mean Thwomp? Yeah. 
Oh, say that again, Ed. Thwomp. Oof. There you go. Fell off my chair. Ooh. Yeah. Does that squash you? Does that make you really small? Because I saw them going up to it and then it fell. I mean, I'm presuming they wouldn't let that happen, but in Mario it does. But Mushes you up. Maybe it falls, <laughs> it just it doesn't squash you. Yeah. I mean, do oh, you want to be you squashed out? by a thwomp? I'd love to be squashed by a thump. Ooh. Yeah. Thwomp, sorry. Put that thwomp. in your warp pipe. Um, <laughs> so that looks fun. There are a few other sort of big third-party things. There's Fall Guys coming, Outer Wilds is coming, Apex Legends is coming, which are all really big titles, which is cool. There's a new Annapurna Interactive game called Neon White that looks quite fun. We do like Annapurna Interactive. We do. Um, it's the same person that does uh, Donut County. Oh, that did Donut yeah, County. Exactly. There's also a Metopia little RPG thing, uh, which which looks mm. quite cute. Um, and then, as we mentioned, Project Triangle Strategy, uh, which yeah. has its demo that is absolutely worth playing. So I would mm. very much recommend it. But in all, yeah. it was a bit underwhelming. Yeah, there were definitely bits. And it's weird because I saw some people like, I loved absolutely everything about this. I'm going to, I threw my, I was throwing my money at the screen the entire time. And great. I'm glad they, they enjoyed it. But I got the impression from the majority of people that it wasn't, there were lots of stuff in there that didn't interest them. Which, you know, not every game's for everybody. I mean, it's... It's impressive that there are so many games coming. Like, it's not as if it's like, oh, there were only three games and they were all crap. Like, there were there was a long list of different games that I think if the Switch is your only console, then mm. being able to play Apex Legends, being able to play Outer Wilds and all these big games that are big on other consoles and PC, it's great that they're coming to the Switch. So it's great that, you know, there are all these games coming. There's a big library, big catalogue, wonderful. But I think when we see Nintendo Direct, what we want is a big Nintendo announcement. And when those two, mm. well, there's essentially three, really. There's Mario Golf that it looks fun, but isn't quite. It's like Mario top Tennis. Level. <laughs> yeah, it's not quite top level Nintendo. We're all expecting Zelda because it's the anniversary. And then to get the big announcement essentially being a remake of the game that no one wants, meh. And then I saw somebody lose their shit on Twitter. They had a reaction to it, and they well, I'm glad threw did. their headphones down and just ran around screaming. Can I'm I say, very must, happy for them. I must not have played many video games. Yeah. And then, you know, to have Splatoon 3 is a really big announcement. That's great. But it's also a teaser for a game that's not out till next year. So it seems a bit too early for that. So I don't know. It was It was fine. There's stuff to look forward to. It was just missing the big stuff that we really want. Um, Golden Lamb says, I'm all about that Legend of Mana remaster. I suppose if you play that in the past, maybe it looks quite... It did look all right, actually. Like I liked like the remastered. A lot sprites. of RPGs. There was that. There was Saga Frontier. Yeah. Um, there's the, the, the Octopath thing we mentioned. Like There's some good RPGs coming. So if you're a fan of that, that's a good thing. Uh, so it says, I'm afraid Mario Golf will be fun for like one evening since I'm not sure about its replayability. But then he says, I play Mario Kart 8, so who am I to judge? The thing is, Mario Golf is only like four people, isn't it? Um, it looks like on there, if it's like eight people, but then you can't really, I don't know, Mario Kart is very different. Like a racing game with 11 other friends is totally different to playing golf, I think. So I understand what, but I think for me, golf, the Mario Golf, I probably won't play multiplayer too much. I'll probably just be like, if, especially if there's that RPG kind of level up tournament thing, I'll probably just like sit on my sofa kind of messing around with it on there. Because that's what I used yeah. to do. Virtua Golf or whatever. That's uh, my hole-in-one, which I mentioned yesterday, but I got a hole-in-one and it's one of the rarest trophies that I have on my PlayStation trophies. Slow clap for Vegas. <laughs> Slow clap. On my PlayStation Vita. Uh, Ninja Golf says, says I'm 32 and old. You're not old. Shush. I'm 32. Ed's <laughs> older than you. And I'm 32 yeah, as well. Great. Now I feel yeah. really good about myself. <laughs> yeah. Ed's the oldest person here. How's but you that? look the youngest. Yeah. Mr. Okay. Ninja Koala, my question is, with, will Luigi's bulge be in, go be in gold like tennis? I don't know, but have you seen Wario's trousers? That stripy outfit. That's a look. That's a look. It's definitely a look. Anyway. Who, who's your favorite was... Mario character? I mean, the way that Luigi was mincing across the green, I think it's got to be Luigi. I like Wa Luigi. 
because you have to be different and he's taller. Yeah. He's <laughs> and verse. I bet he's verse. Waluigi is definitely a bottom. <laughs> no, Luigi is a bottom. Waluigi's is verse. Anyway, um, <laughs> that was the Nintendo Direct. Yeah, Luigi sorry. is bottom, not yet confirmed. No. Um, in other news, with Sony, um, there is now a lawsuit against Sony um, okay. for controller drift in their DualSense controllers. Um, now, this is the same law firm that filed against Nintendo for the Joy-Con drift. So it's clearly something that they're on top of. Um, and... Yeah, I think basically the guy that filed it, um, the plaintiff, to use technical terms, um, he actually had a PS5 himself and had this problem himself um, and then saw that it's actually a wider problem. Lots of people on social media complaining about drift. Mm. Um, it seems to happen within the first week or two, if not immediately, of, of oh, using God. the controller, <laughs> which I'm hoping... Ooh. Touch wood is not going to happen to that's me. That's why so I far. kept dying in Demon Souls. Oh God, I have to send it back. Oh, that's right. Blame the controller. <laughs> um, <sighs> but yeah, I guess if you're, you know, if you're after a PS5 or you've just bought one, just something to be aware of. Part of the reason there's this lawsuit is that Sony are making it very difficult to complain about it or to get a refund or to get it fixed. That's... If anything, they don't really have a fix. It's just you send it off. They give it a quick refurb and send it back, but nothing actually changes. So yeah. that's part of the reason why there's this this lawsuit behind it. So can I say as well, you know that you know there's a 3DS, oh, sorry 3DS. You know you've got your Joy Cons, the Nintendo Switch Joy Cons that have the drift. Apparently, mm -hmm. if you send them back, you might not get the same version back when they're repaired. So I you mean, could have these limited edition Joy Cons, send them away, and then they come back as just some regular grey ones. Okay, that would piss me off. If I had regular grey ones and then it was just a different pair, but they actually worked and they were clean, then I'd be fine with that. Who has a regular grey Joy-Con? What kind of loser? I do. Oh. How <laughs> and boring. And I had drift in it and I wanted a replacement. And could I find grey ones anywhere? No. So instead, I've got the yellow and blue Splatoony style ones. Oh, do you mean but the then green the yellow and pink? One, well, the yellow one has sort of, it seems to not be working for me. So now I've got one grey, one blue, which is just very mask. I got a Splatoon 2. I can't really see it there. Splatoon 2 controller. Pro controller. It's fantastic. Nice. And um, and also my extra Joy-Cons were the Snipper Clips ones. And they come, oh. so I, I had the original one. I had the blue and the, in fact, I can show you. I had the blue and the red thing. But if you got snipper clips with the extra Joy-Cons, they gave you the blue and the red or pink or whatever in the opposite ones. So, oh. look at this. I have a red switch. You see, they and did I the can same also have a blue thing. Switch. They had a special Mario one as well, which is two red Joy-Cons in Mario's colours, um, which look very nice, but they're very hard to get hold of now. Dear me. Anyway, so that's Nintendo. Yeah. Um, and then last bit of news, which I just saw literally about an hour ago, um, is that uh, Bloober Team, which is the developer behind The Medium, which came out very recently, horror game. Mm -hmm. um, and also they've done um, uh, the Blair Witch Project game um, and other stuff, lots of horror games. Um, they have hinted that they might actually be working on a new Silent Hill game. Um, there's a quote from the CEO saying, we've been working for more than a year on another gaming project, another horror IP, and we're doing this with a very famous gaming publisher. I can't tell you who, I can't tell you what the project is, but I'm pretty sure when people realise we're working on it, they will be very excited. So potentially it could be Silent Hill. Although wow. there's also rumours that there's a Japanese developer who are also rumoured to be working on Silent Hill. So... How true this is, I don't know, but people so we'll are end just... end up with, with none of them. <laughs> probably, Lovely raising probably. of expectations, says a golden lamp, yeah. So in other words, well, I've, I watched the Nintendo Direct. I have my expectations now as zero for everything. Yeah, as um, they should be. You missed two important news stories. Oh. One today, Codemasters has been bought by EA. No one cares. I love Codemasters games. Dirt 2, greatest racing game ever. You I love, love the Formula dirt, 1. We know. I love dirt racing. And... Dirt, so yeah, no, did I say Dirt 2? Grid. Grid 2 is the best racing game of all time. Uh, dirt Rally. I love a bit of Dirt Rally. And 
Uh, obviously, the Formula One games I always buy every single year, unless I get given a free copy, which is, yeah, Formula One games are great. But I like, oh, I've seen people saying, oh, but now, now EA are in there. They're going to just add all these things. They're going to add season passes, expansion passes, all this DLC. There are £120 worth of add-ons you can get for Dirt Rally 2. Um, the latest Formula 1 game had a pit pass, which was like a battle pass for it. So, it's already happened. If, if people think this... I mean, Codemasters, I know somebody very, very well who works for uh, Codemasters. Um, they're not... a they're not this like saintly company that never uses microtransactions or never has DLC and it's all included. I don't know why this has made people be like, oh, they're going to ruin Codemasters. Codemasters do amazing games. The only thing that I'll be worried about is if, if a EA said, this thing is not making us any money, let's shut it down. Or um, I'll do that. Yeah, which they could. Yeah. The good thing about EA though is that they do, they love prioritizing multiplayer. And that's one thing that a lot of Co-Masters games don't really do particularly well. Um, so if they manage to like make a grid game or a dirt rally or a dirt game, um, and if they manage to make that, yeah, a dirt or a grid game or even a Formula One game where they're wanting it to be like online, you know, because EA online services and stuff, and there's lots of like reason to play online, I would really like that. Well, now you can play dirt games with all your friends, then, online. That's what I want to play. I want to get dirty Tumbleweed. with my friends. Tumbleweed. Tumbleweed. G grid 2 hardcore modes were the best. Because if your car got terminal damage, that's it, you're out. So I used to drive very carefully, very sensibly. And uh, I would win <laughs> sometimes. Because <laughs> I'd be like, I'd be the last car standing, pretty much. No, but it, no, I like a good arcade racing game where you just like drift into the corners and spoo out and uh, spoo out to speed out and ah, oh, not, nothing beats that feeling. I mean, Codemasters make very good games. They're just not for me. All right, all right. Uh, there was another piece of news based right, on another personal on preference uh, news. Um, the Nemesis system has finally been um, patented. Patented. Oh, you want to talk about that? By Warner Brothers. Fuck Warner Brothers. I mean, fuck Warner Brothers because they put loot boxes into Shadow of War and then had to patch it out because everyone was like, what the fuck is this? Um, so they, yeah, and the game got slammed and then they removed it. Oh, why would they do that? Like, the Nemesis system is brilliant. Like, it is a fantastic invention that they added to Shadow of Mordor. One of my favorite kind of games of that year. I think it probably was. I think it was the game of the year. My game of the year that time when it came out in 2015, 14. I think it was 14. It was brilliant and then they're like you know what we're not going to let anybody else play it or they'll have to pay us loads of money to use it if anybody doesn't know the nemesis system it's like a hierarchy of enemies and if you kill them they can come back it's randomly generated but they'll come back and they'll be changed and they'll remember how you died and it might have affected like what they look like or things that they're um you know resistant to but then like they have like the chain of command changes and you have to yeah it's a really, really cool hierarchy system. It's very clever. And I'd, something like that would have been amazing. Maybe not coming back to life, but something like that would have been amazing, I think, in like a GTA, where like you're taking down criminal gangs and maybe, maybe, okay, they don't come back alive, but maybe the other people know that they've been killed in a certain way and then can react. And I imagine that wouldn't fly so well with this lawsuit. Exactly. Exactly. I think this kind of these kind of lawsuits based on game mechanics are atrocious and it's horrific that they're even like able to do that because that's the reason why we don't have mini games or very, until very recently we don't have mini games during loading screens screens is that there was I can't even remember but back in the day I think it was like Atari days somebody patented having mini games in loading screens and that's why they've they've never had them and only recently did that um patent run out whatever whatever the expression is or whatever the terminology is and so, <laughs> yeah wow fuck them fuck well, warner brothers there you go mm-hmm well that was the headlines yeah uh, so, oh, what is our... sims 3 had an item hunting thing while the game loaded maybe it was just consoles then rather than pc but um yeah there's a if you google it there's like a what was it called what was it? yeah uh, mini games loading screen patent 
it was. Uh, it's finally expired in 2015. But apparently maybe it's not. It's Bandai Namco. There you go. Um, all right. So, sorry, where were we? What theme has been splitting opinions this week? I don't know, Ed. Tell me what theme has been splitting <laughs> opinions. Because you haven't done it. <laughs> <laughs> I totally forgot. Well, we, we discussed it, didn't we? I remember having opinions in my head. Yes, yes. Well, so if we remember last week, the big news was that we have um, casting done for The Last of Us TV show. Uh, coming to HBO. <clears throat> and there's also uh, casting for a Dungeons and Dragons film. Um, there's also a Mortal Kombat film uh, coming, which has a trailer out today, mm. um, if you haven't seen already. So our topic this week is uh, game to film slash TV adaptations and what we would like to see. Dirt Rally. <laughs> no. As a TV show. <laughs> Just watch racing. <laughs> yeah. Hey, we've seen, uh, what's that? What's it called? That movie about James Hunt. Drive or something like that. I don't know. Um, anyway. Yeah, Ed. So, what game would you like turned into a TV you'd series? Like some time to think about it. Yes. Um, <laughs> so, I came up with two ideas. Um, the first of which is a bit of a cop out, um, but fine. And that is a Mass Effect TV show. And it's a bit of a cop out because Mass Effect itself is pretty much based on or very much inspired by Star Trek and, I don't know, Farscape or whatever other sci-fi TV shows are out there. But it's very, very inspired by that. And so to then go and have a Mass Effect TV show is sort of coming full circle. But I just think it would work really nicely as a TV show. And I think part of the reason for that is that as much as Commander Shepard has his quest to go on, um, it's very much a character-driven story. You've got your teammates that you have to team up with and collect, and they all have their individual stories um, and romances and everything like that that I think would work very nicely as like an episodic TV show. Um, and it's also a game all about making choices and decisions that I think would be rife for cliffhangers and, and you know, people die, people don't die, people romance, like all these different things. So I just think that a Mass Effect TV show would work really nicely, as much as it is an obvious choice. Um, yeah. I guess as well, the big decision would be, do we want a male or a female Commander Shepard? Mm. Um, and which one would be canon? And I would love it to be Fem Shep, but we shall see. Mm -hmm. Go for it. Yeah. You got the green light from me. I'd watch it. <laughs> Thanks. I don't know you if I'd the like... budget. We'll crack yeah. on. I think with a really, really high budget, it's very boring, but probably like a Red Dead Redemption. I love a good Western TV series that's not just a movie. Uh, people loved Westworld. I know Westworld has like a weird yeah. other subplot, but I, to be honest, when I was watching Westworld, I didn't particularly like it, but I just, I loved the Western part of it, like the gritty, kind of really gory, over the top, like... Game of Thrones style, anybody can die at any moment, but in no in a Western. So yeah, give me um give me a Red Dead Redemption TV series that's got loads of money and I can go and uh, live out my cowboy dreams. But a broke back mountain. Oh, I'd like that. <laughs> what about many speaking, going back to Sheps, what about both Sheps? What about Commander Shepard? What about twins like in um Mass Effect Andromeda? I mean, they could do that because at least, yeah, Andromeda lends itself to that with twins <clears throat> and that both would be in there somehow. So maybe they could do that. But the original is is just the one shepherd. Mm. So they would have to make a decision on that. Any other games that any other games that you'd like to see? So another one that sprang to mind for me um, is a PS4 game that was very, very underwhelming, even Knack though. Two. Which one? Knack 2. No, not Knack 2. Oh. Um, it was a game that looked amazing and people were really excited about and then it came out and it was not very good, which is The Order 1886, mm. which was a really, really incredible looking game. Um, it was a movie, wasn't it? I think pretty much wasn't... <laughs> well, that's the thing. It was kind of on rails. It was very linear. It was only about four or five hours long, so it was very short. Yeah. And gameplay-wise, it was just very typical third-person shooter. Um but the world around it, I think, is really, really interesting. It sort of 
set in Victorian London in a sort of steampunky vibe, but you're playing as a group who are the Knights of the Round Table um, mm. of sort of King Arthur legend. Um, and they are basically going and killing a load of vampires and werewolves um, in Victorian London with, with guns and steampunky weapons and stuff. And it's just such a unique setting that the game just didn't it didn't really explore enough. Um, the story wasn't particularly great or memorable. The characters were interesting, but they didn't do enough with it. Um, and just the gameplay was really lackluster. But I just feel like as a setting, it's really cool. And I would love to see that explored more. Whether that with I mean, hey, I'd love to see a sequel of them actually do something decent with it. But as a TV show, I think it would make a really interesting setting. It was weird. That I just came out kind of out of nowhere. It was really hyped up. And then I think I saw them selling it for like three pounds. Uh, yeah. I'm surprised it hasn't. I was actually, I keep waiting because <laughs> I'm like, it'll eventually be on PS Plus. And it never went on PS Plus. Um, it didn't. Which is weird. But, I mean, yeah. I wouldn't necessarily recommend playing it unless you've got a spare mm. afternoon you want to whip through. I mean, the Just platinum is very easy if that's what you're after. Oh, I'm um, not a trophy hunter. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, but it just has a cool setting and they just, they really underplay it. Yeah. Oh, well, I'll keep... There's a few like I'm thinking of and I'm like, well, there actually are movies for them. For example, Assassin's Creed. Mm. A TV series, Assassin's Creed, where every season they're in somewhere in a different historical location would be pretty cool. See, that makes more sense to me than the film. I haven't, I haven't actually seen the film, and I would like to purely for Michael Fassbender. Um, but I, I feel like the film is probably not very good. Yeah. And yeah, like if every season was a different... Would have the sort of modern and old twist to it, but then every season is like a different period of time, that could mm -hmm. work really nicely. Yeah. And the other one I was thinking of is like Silent Hill because I loved the movie, the first movie. I haven't watched any of the others. I've heard they're a bit dodgy. There's a Silent but... Hill movie? Yeah. I did not know that. Be sarcastic. No, generally didn't know that. I'm pretty sure I always go on about it being like the only decent video oh, game I movie. what you say. <laughs> wow. No, this, this first Silent Hill movie with, um, what's the name of the guy that always dies and everything? Sean Bean. Sean Bean. Yeah, he's in it. Yeah. It's really good. Like, it's surprisingly good, the first one. Um, okay. And then don't ignore all the others. But yeah, it's... Um, I will look it I up. Oh, yeah, I definitely recommend watching it. It's kind of gory. It's very eerie. It's cool. But, like, a TV show for that would be cool. Like, with a decent budget, amazing music, kind of haunting score behind it would be just uh, yeah, wonderful. Very what are people nice. saying in the dick sword? Let's... Have a look. Oh, but the, Alicia says, what's the new Star Wars game coming to Switch? It's, do you know who makes it? The Tell new, new Zynga. Who? Zynga. Who? Zynga. <laughs> <laughs> <You're deaf. laughs> Zynga. No, Zynga do the ones. Are they, no, they, aren't they the ones that do, not Candy Crush. What's the, Farmville. That was it. Oh. Yeah, they do Farmville and Words with Friends. <laughs> oh, so, so that's one to look forward to. Yeah, I know. I'm like, mm, okay, excitement when you know when we found out that Star Wars was being was going to be like going out to all other studio, like loads of other studios, and the exclusivity was ending. I yeah, part of me didn't think that they would actually go to some atrocious studios that would probably like just release well, crap. They want that money. They want yeah. the money. Because that's um, the thing, Disney don't have enough money. Yeah. So Vainslay says, honestly, I'd like to see the first two infamous games adapted. It would be awesome to see the first conduits electrifying powers in action. And also would be interesting to see how the karma system would be represented in a movie. Agreed. Mm. That could be cool. We've had enough comic book film and TV adaptations, but this is a lot more, I was going to say it's more original. It's sort of based on comic book stuff. But yeah, that would make a cool story. Mm. Never played it. I tried to get it, I remember, but for some reason it was sold out. Give it a go. I think I found the first Infamous a little frustrating, but the second one is good. And is I really one? liked the PS4 one, even though it got slated a little bit. I think it was the PS4 one. Was it the PS4 Pro when that came out? They were trying to, they were like, hey, play Infamous on the PS4 Pro because it's really pretty on it. Probably. I mean, it is a mm. very pretty game set in Seattle, I think. Okay. That's very nice. Um, Amanda says, anything set in Tamriel. The Elder Scrolls has such a rich and varied history. I would love to see any number of stories told here. 
Yeah. I'm pretty sure there's actually an Elder Scrolls TV show coming to Netflix. I think. I'm sure I've read that and it's sort of no, on the I'd, way. It rings the bell here as well. Yeah. I'd watch. Okay. Is that going to is that going to be the final thing that gets me to play Skyrim, I wonder. Have you not played Skyrim? I like for 6 hours. Oh, Ben. I'm I've got it on like 3. I've got it on PC. I've got it on Xbox whatever. I've got it on PlayStation 3. Um the only thing I don't have uh, I've got it on uh Switch. I'm I was very close to buying it on the PSVR, but still, no. Fair enough. Um, Murky says, I would love a TV series based on the Thief series. Strong main character, interesting world, not very explored genre. Could be fun. Yeah. Uh, Ollie Ray, I could absolutely love God of War to come to a screen. Would love to see that father-son dynamic play out in a TV show. We know also, the reason why he wants that. <laughs> Daddy Kratos. Um, also, I would adore a game like Fallout to be made into a TV series. That could be very good. Lots of say, different, <laughs> lots of different stories in the vaults and things like that. I agree with that, but I, I was thinking you were going to say something else that I was then going to be like, "Yes, we need that." Uh, which is Fall Guys. It doesn't have to be a TV series with a story. Put Fall Guys, but people. Okay, like, yeah. It's, if it's real life Fall Guys, and you're literally yeah. competing in a bean suit. Yeah. And then you get flung around, sent, yeah, sent flying by windmills that spin around. I would love to see that. Smashed in the face by a big piece of fruit coming down there. I mean, obviously it's sort of based on Takeshi's Castle, but, which is itself a TV show. Yeah. But actually having it as Fall Guys and themed in that way would be amazing. There we go. Awesome. The ATL uh, says, have you guys talked about Dota 2 series? Was that just announced recently or was that? Um, I've never played a Dota it. game. Maybe mm, I should. Yeah. Mm. Death Stranding says Flinks. Yeah, I mean, Death Stranding's fine. It's a movie in itself in the game. <laughs> I don't I mean, know how the little I've played. Yes. <laughs> yeah, with Death Stranding, you can just put the yeah, just put the cutscenes together, and it's the TV show. Really. Yeah. All done. Mm -hmm. And then Porsche says, "I always wanted a Mega Man movie adaptation. It has a good story behind him, and Doctor Willy yeah. as a villain." Mm. Willies there, are a, there are a few that are kind of interesting like Overwatch I know they're getting Overwatch 2 or Apex that they've got their kind of shorts and some kind of comics and, and these kind of books that might kind of lend themselves to make it more interesting with a TV series to see what these characters are like and maybe but who knows um, there we yeah go. well Ed thank you very much thank you because Benis oh what um what are you got planned this week? What are you gonna be playing? What's gonna be splitting your time? Well, you'll have to find out next week, but I can tell you that it will be Persona 5 Strikers. Ooh. I might play a game because I've got a three month free trial, which I've got I've got I've got so many free trials now that I need to put a warning on. Because I got myself an iPad. And I've got a, a three month free trial to Apple. Is it Arcade. some drawing lessons for Procreate? I should need some of that. I, I don't know what you mean. I don't need any uh, drawing lessons. What's wrong with uh, where's the picture? It's um. What's it's, wrong with this beautiful picture of Parve? It's abstract. Yeah, it's definitely will... a unique style. <laughs> beautiful, absolutely beautiful. That'll be on uh, on my Twitter later on. But yeah, well, thank you very much, Ed. How do we find you? You can find me on social media at Ed underscore Knights with an N. Oh, and uh, do you have any? Reviews planned? Uh, yes, Persona 5 Strikers is there what I will be focusing on. Because when does that um, game come out? It comes out on Wednesday next week. Ooh. On Tuesday, by the way, I might very well be streaming a game or something that hasn't even been announced yet. <gasps> Exclusive! I know, so stick around for that. Uh, I haven't even played... Well, no, um, You'll, you'll find out. You'll find, I think the announcement for this is going to be on Tuesday when it's released. So, uh, yeah, I will be uh, playing it on Tuesday. Maybe with a giveaway or two. But yeah, you can find me at... Uh, go to biggestbenis.com and uh, click some of the links up there. That will be where you can find me. But anyway, thank you. We'll be back next week uh, with more. Split the screen. Be there. Be there. Or be, be split. split. Yeah, you remembered.
I see, like, yeah, remember this time. Okay, Ed, if you mute yourself, we'll, I'll go into the just chatting screen and we'll send over. Oh my God. Ah, you can see. <laughs> totally forgot that that's on there. Okay. That was, that's what Ed sees. He gets, uh, <laughs> he gets the cam down there. It's a lovely view. Yeah. See, right, my buggers. <laughs> okay, let's go and find someone to raid. What was that? That was from the art stream from the uh, the beautiful art that I was uh, making earlier. Okay. Um, one second. I think I know who I want to raid, but let me just see if they're online. That's how most people see me. Yeah, Ed see me from that. This is the same view that Ed would have uh, <laughs> if he were, uh, you know, meeting me in real life. So let's go and raid. Uh, okay, yeah, I'm going to go and raid Glenorini, who is playing Heroes of the Storm. I've not... So here's the Storm I did once play, uh, but I was really drunk and I didn't remember the controls and it wouldn't let me do the tutorial again. Oh, and Happy Hansel, thank you so much for the, thank you so much for the 300 bitty bits, but also thank you so much for the... Um, for adding to the boost. Hopefully tomorrow we'll be able to... Uh, complete the boost and see what happens. See if anything happens. Guess we'll see. If you've got the emotes, use the one with Pietro with a slash me at the beginning so it's nice and colourful. If not, there's the uh, Rockets one. Thank you so much for watching. I will be... Uh, yeah, I, I only raid people I know, Alicia, just because we've had bad experiences. So sorry. Uh, but yeah, I'll be back tomorrow. It's Friday. It's Friday Night Wrestling. It's Elimination Chamber. And uh, I'm also going to be going back to Minecraft and finishing my beach thing on there. So, bye-bye. Lavu, lavu. See you.